She's a best-selling author and life coach, obsessed with helping women to silence their insecurities, build healthy boundaries, and fearlessly pursue the life and career of their dreams. Join her as she provides you with strategies and real-life tips to create your best life. Welcome to Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Today, I have an amazing woman with me. She is a motivational speaker. She is an entrepreneur and a multi-dimensional um, woman. So let's just jump right in and get to know our speaker, Ty. Hey, Mary. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. So let's just, you know, jump right in. Who is Ty Young? Tell us about yourself. Woo. Ty Young is a potpourri of things. I actually, it makes me think about when I say that word potpourri, I made a book, a poem book, uh, one of my many creative things that I like to do. And it's called, um, uh, shoot, I forgot it was Purple Potpourri and Sacred Vulnerability. That was mm. the name of the poem book. And it was me going through a moment of, um, just feeling very poetic. So I wrote all of these poems and put them in a book. And it was supposed to be like my prelude to some books I was going to release. And then I didn't do it. But nevertheless, like Ty Young is just literally all over the place, but <laughs> but all over the place with a good way. I'm a creative graphic designer by trade. Um, I'm into filmmaking. I'm into visually um, doing all kinds of things. I'm just an artist. I think I probably would have been a Renaissance woman if I was uh, born in that time where, you know, yeah. So that's me. I'm an author. All of those things. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. So sacred vulnerability. Tell us a little bit more about that. What exactly does that mean? Oh, okay. So that was a time where I was going through really like understanding myself, defining myself and learning how to be vulnerable. Um, I'm a cancer and we can be in our shells. And it was me learning to be vulnerable, to come out of my shell so that I could be um, just more open. I wanted um, I wanted to be open to love. I wanted to be open to just new direction in my life. So the purple potpourri part, purple was my favorite color, number one. Yes. So purple potpourri um, kind of was a play on something. I have a, a blog, but I had a blog or a platform called Circle Purple, <clears throat> which I'm going to be kind of revamping for 2022 so that potpourri is just a mixture of things so that was like just purple purpley me being a mixture of all that i am all of the feelings that i could feel at one time all of the moods that i could be in at one time all of that and then sacred vulnerability um just exactly what is what it says. Safe, it's just I feel like vulnerability is sacred and it was me expressing vulnerability but Wanting you to understand that when you are, um, when I share this vulnerability with you, you need to know that it's sacred and you need to treat it as such. So basically that's where that came, came about. Yeah. So you mentioned a mixture of things, you know, sometimes in society, especially when it comes to being an entrepreneur, we're like told that we have to, you know, pick a niche, you know, and just pick one thing. How have you been able to, you know, being a speaker, being an author, just being so many different things and being successful? Have you had any failures and what did that look like? 
Failures, yes. I'm in a failure right now, to be honest. Um, yeah, so um, I'm failing up, though. So I'm in a mm -hmm. failure right now. I recently, like, launched something and was trying to launch a few things and they weren't going as planned, but I realized that they're not going as planned because I'm not really in my purpose or I haven't been walking in my purpose. As I think we were talking before, as I said, like, you know, I, I got into self-publishing um, consulting some years ago by accident. It was really for me just wanting to be an author. And because I'm a natural businesswoman and I know how to take things and make it into something, as people were be trying to get, you know, wanting me to help them, I allowed that to take over my life and take me away from the things that I like to do in terms of like just being an artist. I'm a creative. Like I love to graphic design. I love to create things, but really mostly for myself because it's my way that I am self. It's, it's the way that I self-express myself. I've been writing since I was a little girl. So sometimes I need to get those writings out um, so that I can expel my feelings, expel the energy that resides inside of me when I have all of these things going on. Um, and not to downplay anybody that has bipolar, but like literally I, this week, literally, I'm like, what is wrong with me? I feel like I'm something, I'm having like a mental thing going on. So mm -hmm. I took a bipolar test online just to see like, well, am I bipolar? Like what's wrong? Cause I'm like having these highs and lows, but then I'm realizing it's because I'm not expelling that creative energy that I need to do. And I'm just a create like I one moment I want to make paintings and I want to sell those and hope you buy them. And then in another moment, I want to write books and pray that you buy my books. Another moment I might want to <laughs> I, I know I sound like a crazy woman, but like that's how my moves go up and down. And just like even with another thing that I do, like um I'm into hair, I'm into beauty. So I've taught I self-taught myself how to make wigs on a sewing machine. So that's another one of my things that I want to um, really flourish in in 2022 because I always wanted to get into cosmetology, even from being a little girl. I always loved doing hair, taught myself how to do acrylic nails when I was in high school. So that's, it's, I'm a lot. <laughs> You know, and the beautiful thing about it is, is that you have not allowed, you know, other people to hinder you and, you know, in addressing or like going down these different paths and journeys and you yourself have been discovering what's working and what's not working. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, again, like I said, I'm, I'm failing now, but it's on an upward swing because now I'm recognizing, okay, this is what I truly want to do. Um, I got into the coaching space. And like, as I was saying before, being in the self-publishing consulting, I did that for so long because it just seemed like the right thing to do because people were asking me to do it. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, that's not really what I want to do. Even as being a graphic designer, people will ask me to make flyers and different things. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it because I know how to do it. But I don't, I don't want to create for you. I want to create for me. Mm -hmm. And then if you like it, then you buy it. And I, I don't know if that sounds weird, but just something as simple as that. I'm like, I have to do what's for me so I can be happy and flourish. Cause I feel like once I really tap into that space, 
then I will flourish the way I will want to flourish. And the reason why I'm saying I'm failing, but it's on an upward swift, because if somebody were to take a peek behind the doors and look at my private life, they would be like, wow, Ty, I didn't know you were going through all of that mm. from financial problems, from home problems, all of those different things. But it's because I'm, I took a step to say, I don't want to do this no more. So now, because I don't want to do certain things anymore, I have to start over and that's okay. You know, and the thing about it is, you know, I can definitely relate because I used to do photography, you know, Mm -hmm. and I just did it because I just love being behind the camera and just taking pictures. I did it just because it was a form of self-care, just, you know, going for a walk and just taking pictures. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, well, can you take my family pictures? And, you know, for friends and for family. So I started doing that. Oh, your pictures are beautiful. Maybe you should do it as a business. So what did I do? I opened up a business and I was doing everything when it came to photography. I'm talking about infants. I'm talking about, you know, maternity shoots, families, engagements, weddings, everything. And when I tell you that I did it for about four or five years and we were going on a trip and my husband goes, don't forget to bring your camera. And I just looked at him like, and he was like, what do you mean? What's the face about? I sold all of my equipment Wow! without him knowing. I sold everything. I shut it down because it was no longer bringing me joy. And I think that that's the important thing is that when we, you know, decide to take a step forward, it has to be something that brings us joy. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Absolutely. And, um, Oh, this is, forgive me for feeling like I'm venting or dumping, but I think this is a good, this will be good for coming into 2022 because I imagine that there are a lot of women or men too that are just going through life. Um, just like doing a lot of things that's making them unhappy. Yeah. So it's like, um, I I remember when I was working, I worked in property management for 12, 13 years. And in the last, so I haven't been in property management since 2019, but like maybe the last three years of me being in property management, I was starting to have these panic attacks, like anxiety, Mm -hmm. panic attacks. I didn't know where they were coming from. I couldn't understand where they were coming from. And it was because I was doing something that I was miserable at. But I stayed in the job because I'm like, well, I got to have a job even though I have a business, but I need to, you know, whatever. And then it was like I left that and I really hadn't had a panic attack since. I've had one recently, but it's just Mm -hmm. due to circumstances and stress. But for the most part, once I left that, Left, yeah. yeah, I was good. Like, didn't have to do the things that I needed to do to stop me from having panic attacks. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And it's funny because sometimes, not funny, but it's interesting because sometimes we get so stuck. You know, especially when it comes to a job, because yes, it's paying the bills. We have insurance. It's consistency. It's safe. But the thing about it is, is that when we continuously go into a work environment that's causing us stress and things like that. It's like, we need to like take a step back and we need to evaluate because it could be the type of job that you're doing. It could be the business that you're involved in. It could be the commute. It could be so many different things, but because we are so secure in that consistency and that known that we are afraid to step into the unknown. 
Yes. Oh, that's a, yes. I've been afraid to step into the unknown um, for for a, a little while, but now I'm learning. I have to just not even learning. I'm just getting the confidence to say, okay, let's see what happens. I heard this pastor say before that being a businesswoman or being a businessman is literally it's translated to being a man or woman of faith. So at mm. the end of the day, um, and that was Bishop Dale Bronner that said that in one of his sermons. And literally, that's what it is. I have to just regroup my faith, um, just kind of like regroup myself and say, okay, I'm going to try it again. That thing didn't work out. That's okay. I'm not going to worry about that. That thing didn't work out. I'm going to try something else and see what happens. And that's, you know, hey. <laughs> Yeah. And that's the important thing is we try, either we succeed or we fail, we learn and we keep going. That's right. That's right. That's all we, that, I mean, that's all we can do. Um, it's like, if you feel like, if you know that you were called to something, regardless if it's business-wise, career-wise, whatever, if you know that you're called to something, then you have to just keep going until mm -hmm. things begin to fall into place and then you become successful or prosperous in it i know i'm called to be in business yeah. i just have to find that that divine purpose lane mm -hmm. and once i really get into it and tap into it i know sky's the limit i don't put any limits on myself yeah that's 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 you know one of my my coaches she's not really my coach but um visionary behind one of the recent books that i did she says she burns boxes she doesn't believe in being in a box that's what her mandate in life is just to burn boxes and do everything you know for god yeah i love that idea um i remember even just something as simple as looking for love and trying to get into love or whatever i remember writing down my desires or whatever we all have that list <laughs> and i remember praying and i remember saying okay god this is the man i want and he said okay well if you want that man you can get that man anywhere but when you take me out of the box you'll get the mm. man that you need and want and i was like oh okay and so just, yeah, I like the idea of burning these boxes. It's yeah. like, if we, if, if we set a box, because you got to think about it. When you set a box, you setting a boundary around yourself. So mm -hmm. you're only going to go as far as your boundaries will allow you to do within that box. Yeah. So yeah, get, just be free, be open-minded, you know. Burn the um, box. <laughs> burn the box. Burn the box. Um <laughs> Yeah, burn the box. Yeah, that's so good. So you mentioned something earlier find, about finding yourself. So what exactly caused you to be lost? And how, like, what steps did you actually take to find yourself? Okay, so I'm going to get real transparent because that's the type of person I'm, I am. And at this point, I'm over it now. So it doesn't affect me as much as mm -hmm. it did. So I could talk about it now. First of all, what started me to decide that I need to start finding myself is because even after every venture that I did um, in business, I just still wasn't feeling fulfilled. I'm like, mm -hmm. something is not hitting the spot. Um, or, or 
either that it was like, you know, I did something and then it just wasn't, it just wasn't successful. It didn't produce the thing that I thought that it was supposed to produce or the cash flow that I thought it was going to produce or whatever. Even if I'm thinking I'm hearing from God and then I'm doing it and, and not to negate it, that it wasn't lessons in it because I'm learning. I learned something from all of the experiences that I went through, but I'm just like, yeah, something it's just not hitting the spot. And so most recently, um, just due to life, life and I, I had to move out of my home and I'm temporarily somewhere else until I can move somewhere else. And with that, it was like, I don't have nothing else to lose. Mm. So take this time to find what you really yeah. want to do. Not, not even find what you really want to do because I know in the smallest of the essence of it, I know what I want to do. I know my purpose. It's just figuring out how to really do it. I'll be turning 40 June 20, June 2022. I keep telling God I am sick of these detours. I don't want to do any more detours. I don't want to do anything else that's taking me farther from where I'm supposed to be. I'm ready to hit the ground running and go towards it. So if I have to take this moment to be in an uncomfortable space to get to where I need to be, fine. I'm okay with that. But let me do it clearly and let me hear you because I'm sick of these detours. At 40 years old, I've accomplished a lot of things, but nothing, not everything that I would have liked to. And mm-hmm. so I'm ready to get the ball run, rolling and going towards that. That sounds good. And I know that in 2022, you will achieve that clarity and get straight on what it is that your true purpose is. Yeah. You're going to do it. I, I know it's just it's just time. It's just time. Um, I have no other barriers. I don't have the job holding me back to say, well, I can't quit my job or I can't do this because I need my job. I don't have any of those boundaries anymore. I don't have any of those barri- barriers or that bondage anymore. So if I don't succeed after this, then there's something wrong with me. <laughs> Nothing is wrong with you. You just, you know, it just takes time. (laughs) So you were also an author. So tell us a little bit about your, you know, your books. Okay. Yes. So I have a lot of books, mostly. Okay. I'm going to just go down a line. I have a book. It's called My Journey to Life. That was my very first book that I, I, I wrote. And I wrote that book like, it feels like thousands of years ago, but like the first time that I ever like wrote the first, um, chapter was like in 1998, 99 or something like that. And then um, finalized it in like 2003 or two or something like that. And then finally published it in 2013. So it's like mostly like a a, my story, but -hmm. just kind of like fictionalized just to kind of like go through some things that I went, you know, talk about some things that I went through in life. And then my second book is The Uncertain Journey of Love and Marriage. And I wrote that book in 2014 slash 2015. And that was me. That was my way to express my feelings when I was going through my divorce. So of course it's sequel to the first book, but um, just created a fictional story for me to be able to express myself and just to be able to, um, 
my own form of therapy to walk mm -hmm. myself through getting over being divorced and my marriage not working out. Um, then after that, I have a series of series of like nonfiction books. Um, this, I have a book called the black girl's book of wisdom. Um, and it's another, it's a, it's some more name to it, but I can't think of it right now. <laughs> And it's just like really a book of affirmations and soul medicine, as I like to call it, and things mm. like that. And then some journals and um, the other book that I talked about in the beginning, um, Purple Potpourri and Sacred Vulnerability. So um, I'm, I express myself through writing. That's mm -hmm. the most mostly the way that I express myself. That is how I get my feelings out. Um, that is how I talk about things. Um, once I'm ready to talk about it, once I get over it, I'm able to put it into a story. And I feel like I'm not the only one going through this. So if they can, if somebody else can read something similar that they can relate to, and it's a way for them to overcome, then I'm happy to allow God to use me as a transparent vessel to mm -hmm. do that. You know, of course, I don't put all my business out there, right. but I put the things out there that I'm comfortable with sharing. Yeah. Yeah, not, not every detail needs to go into it, you know, for Correct. people to understand, you know, the point of it. So when you and I connected, it was through a holy woman summit that you put together. Yes. So what inspired you to put that, you know, summit together? Um, I'm big on healing. So when I created the Holy Woman's Conference, it was just like, women need to be healed. And I'm like, I went through my own healing journey um, some years prior to even starting that. And I just wanted to put something out there where women can really be healed and women can, can get some other women to talk to them and coach them or whatever so that they could go through that. And I um, really enjoyed it. And I was, I'm really happy for what it what it what it turned out to be and i i i pray that 2022 is nice to us because i want to do it again and have an in-person um experience with that yeah yeah that's beautiful that's awesome so just so our audience is able to you know be certain that they grasp you know these gems you know you spoke about failing up so what would be three tips that, you know, women who are listening and watching us can, you know, start implementing if they feel like a failure or something is not working out that they can start implementing? Oh, OK. So three tips I would like to say. The first step would be take a look at what you feel that you're failing at mm -hmm. and look for the lessons. Look Look for what you can say, okay, I learned this, and okay, that's just as simple as I can say. Look for your, um, look for the lessons. Um, the third tip I would say is to tell, to tell yourself, because it's all mental and it's all a mind thing, but tell yourself you're not the only person that failed. So sometimes we can fail and think that we don't we are the only person that failed at something. It's like, no, trust me, everybody is not sharing their failures. And if you knew it will make you feel a whole lot better. Um let me see. The third tip would be um keep believing in yourself. No matter what, no matter how bad you fail, keep believing in yourself. 
I love that. I love that. So what is going to be coming of Thai in 2022? What are you looking forward to? Okay, so I'm looking forward to my wig salon really getting on and popping. So my my business and my brand 624 um, is where I'm going to make my beauty brand home. It was already my beauty brand home, but I want to make my wig salon just really jump off. And then I'm revitalizing or revamping my um creative space which I call Circle Purple and that is where I want to be publishing my books and the books that I have going on doing my visualizations I did a poem um, some time back and I, I did two actually and I created what I call these um, visual poems so I created something like I just did some stuff and, made, and brung it to life. So I plan on doing more of those things um, and just really stepping more into my creative space. Beautiful, beautiful. So 624, where did that name come from? That's my birthday. Ah, I love my birthday. So nice. I always said I wanted to do something with my birthday, some kind of business with my birthday. So I just said, you know what? I'll make a business of it. Yeah, 624. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. So is your birthday a national holiday like mine is? Yes. <laughs> okay. So I'm not a holiday person at all, but two holidays that I celebrate every year is my birthday and yep. New Year's Eve. <laughs> so this is nice. just perfect timing <laughs> for us because New Year's Eve week or New Year's week is my favorite week of nice. the year. Hands down. Beautiful. I love it. So as we get ready to close out, what is a fearless tip for 2022? Oh, I like this. So my fearless tip for 2022 is act like nothing has happened and start over. Mm, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for being You're with us welcome. today. All right, everyone, I truly hope that you were able to gain some good nuggets from listening to my conversation with Ty. And in her words, remember that failing up is just the beginning. Take a moment to review what's working, what's not working, and start over. Remember that you are a priority and you matter. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you found this episode inspiring and motivating. Don't forget to leave a comment so you can win a fabulous prize at the end of the month. You can leave a review on iTunes or you can head over to YouTube or my Fearless Living Coach page on Facebook if you are an Android user. And as always, remember, you are fearless, you are fabulous, you are a priority, and you matter. See you next time. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.